All right, man. To the millions and millions and millions. <laughs> well, let's get it, man. Let's talk about uh, <clears throat> Spencer Crawford to go in November. Apparently, Bernie said on the stream yesterday, Lathis told me, shout out to Barbara. They told me that he said that Crawford said everything looking good for November. Now, I don't know if Crawford sat down with Al Heyman. I mean, apparently, allegedly, I'm guessing he did. Maybe he sat down with Al Heyman and Al Heyman, you know, you know, explained something that was a disconnect between, you know, the middleman, whoever's negotiating the fight for him. I'm tired of this block line. I might have to clap this kid real quick. Yeah, he has to pull it. Uh, I don't know, man. And he darting in and out. He darting in and out. Don't worry. I got some act right for him. Um, also, we're going to talk about, uh, excuse me, we're going to talk about uh, Ryan and Tank. Nah, you know. Hey you, yeah, I'm talking to you. You right there watching this video, waiting for this live stream to start, or just watching the membership video, man, and why you should join the membership. Let's talk about it real quick, expeditiously. Um, we got the three levels, we got the rookie level, we got loyalty badges, you got custom emoji badges. And you have members on the live stream. As we get more people flowing in uh, to join the membership, I have members only live chat. That means everybody can see the video that want to see the video, but only members will be able to chat. That's three dollars a rookie. Dog star, you get personal shout outs before the videos, maybe after the video, mostly likely before the videos. Um, you give a priority to reply in the chat. Um, so as soon as I see you, I reply before anybody else. Get early access to pretty much all my non-boxing videos. Um, there, ten dollars a month. Then we got the boxing pound for pound superstar for all my boxing boys. I don't know, he just disappeared. He had popped back up, so my bad. But yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, man, as soon as I turn back on, he's flying over here, man. Already like, getting off to a good start on the live stream. But hey, don't forget you can listen to this episode on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and a few other uh, platforms in the morning. Uh, appreciate everybody for tapping in. Shout out to Sean. Uh, we also going to talk about Devin Haney. Devin Haney, uh, is he being avoided? Ryan Garcia versus Tank. Talk a little bit more. Ryan still talking trash. So let's get through the first two topics and we're going to make it a sweet ending. So apparently, you know, everybody want to move out of 135 or they want to say, well, the belts don't matter. So, you know, Devin Haney being with top rank, Devin Haney being with match room, it just seemed to be the same thing. He got the he got the curse of being the slick, elusive black fighter. And um, you know, they say he born and all this type this that and third, and you know, Ryan Garcia. I don't know why he showed up to the Ryan Garcia fight. That's why I don't understand. Like I said before, if they don't want to fight you, you the champion. You got every belt now. If they want to move up out of here, they want to ignore you as a fighter, you so be it. But I ain't chasing no Ryan Garcia. I ain't chasing no Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is not going to fight you. Under any circumstances, you can go fuck his mama. You can go doggy froggy style his sister, his aunties. He, You can't make no pussy do nothing that the pussy cat not going to do. Going to do it. Straight up and down. You can smack Garcia in his fucking mouth. He's not going to do nothing. And that's just, that's just the actual fact. So there ain't nothing that you really can do. Showing up to Ryan Garcia fight, that's a sign of weakness. That's a sign of desperation. I wouldn't he showed up there. You ain't no longer fighting on his own, no way. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. Like, what you showing up to Ryan Garcia fight for? 
forget it. Like the fight is gone now. When you up, you know, and you doing your thing, you popular, you getting recognized, you know, more and more. Then he gonna try to pop his head back in and try to fight you. It's like Lomachenko. Lomachenko came back to the division, or coming back to the division, and ain't nothing left. What's left but Devin Haney? What else can Lomachenko did? Comey moved up. Pedraza moved up. Ryan moved up. Tank ain't never fight Lomachenko. And the majority of all the Tank fans, 75% of the Tank fans, including casuals, hardcore, niggas that live in Baltimore, they all know who Vasily Lomachenko is. They all know who Vasily Lomachenko is. And everybody turned a blind eye. So it ain't nothing but Devin Haney left. Without Haney dropping the belts, Lomachenko, what he going to do? At 34 years old, 35 years, he going to start over? You ain't getting Eastside Cruz. You ain't getting Michelle Rivera. You probably ain't getting Roley. You know, come on, what you going to fight? Camboso for a vacant belt? So it's nothing there. It's really nothing there for him. So, you know, the best bet for Lomachenko is for Shakur to move up. Shakur get a belt, he get a belt, or they get two belts and then fight. But Devin Haney, ever since Devin Haney got the belt, everybody talking about that, all the other shit. Well, you know, you got Bernard and Floyd Mayweather saying belts don't don't matter. And when more when, when, when and fighters who who racked up multiple belts as, as many as Devin Haney and Bernard, I mean Bernard Hopkins and Floyd Mayweather has racked up. Bernard Hopkins racked up, he was undisputed. You know, he racked up as many belts as, as you can in boxing. For him to turn around and start saying that belts don't matter, come on. Tap he, he even talked all that ish about Donovan McNabb being a jigaboo and tap dance. This nigga tap dancing for for a Mexican from East LA. And you know, take your black ass to East LA and see what happened. Go. You know, ain't some about all belt belts don't matter. The company man. Because they know Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis gonna have a hard time beating Devin Haynes. Now that Devin Haney came from the bottom, email champion. What what can you say about Devin Haney? Email champion. Now nah, he got he got every belt in the division. The only person willing to, to, uh, to spat up and fight is Lomachenko. And I credit Lomachenko. Lomachenko has the heart of a true champion. No matter, you know, you can say whatever his reason is. His reason is, oh, you know, he 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 old or he in the race between time and all that type of stuff, or his clock ticking out or whatever. Man, don't matter if his clock ticking, he checking in or he checking out. At least he got the boss to get in there and mix it up with anybody. He got the boss to get in with Gary Russell. Tank didn't do, didn't have the boss to do that. He had the boss to get in there with with uh, uh with Tiafima Lopez and you know get in there with multiple fighters. You know what I'm saying? He had the he got the boss to get in there with Devin Haney with Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. Want to think about Haney or Tiafima Lopez? So say what you want to say with Lomachenko. You can say, well, he dug Devin Haney, but hey, guess what? He here now. You know, he ain't got too much of a choice. You know? Everybody want to talk about that, all that other shit. Oh, boy, the cow! That shit was funny, my kidding. Everybody want to talk about all that other crap. Oh, boy, the cow just bought a cow! <laughs> you know? Ryan Garcia, I heard somebody that was there say he ain't even put 10,000 people in the arena. The number, they say it was lying about the numbers. And the dude ain't black who said it. How about that? So, you know, somebody that was actually there. You know, so I mean at the end of the day, bro, if you if you if you a real boxing fan, you don't support Tank and Devin Haney. I mean Tank and Ryan Garcia. I'm sorry. That's a clown show. They both start talking about belts now. You know, if Devin Haney dropped the belt, you know what I'm saying? If Devin Haney dropped the belt, drippity drop, drop, wop, wop. If he dropped the belt, 
guess who be the first thirsty motherfucker with their mouth open to fight a bill? They said Devin Haney is dropping the WBA bill, right? And they said, well, Javante Davis can fight, uh, I don't know, Gary Cully for the damn bill. Javante Davis or Dante Brown for the bill. Or, you know, Javante Davis be the first nigga right there. So you're looking to soak up that thirst, that, that, that thirstiness coming from that vacant bill. He'd be the first nigga. He'd be the first nigga in line, nigga, for that bill. We don't really do it. But say it wasn't say it was somebody like uh Shakur Stevens. Oh man, I'm bigger than the belts. I'm the biggest boss that you see thus far. I just want a cow. You know what I'm saying? We talk about that other shit. Talking about I got a case. You know, I'm they say I'm going away for 10 days, so you know I can't really fight the nigga, something like that. Well, I hurt my wrist. Me and Floyd was playing the casino games at his bar and shit, man. All that type of stuff, bro. Email champ to niggas, niggas vacating like you know roaches and, and you know roaches when the damn raid bomb go off. You know I had to rec- I had to I had to spit on this, bro. These dudes ain't real, dude. And soon you know, and Devin Haney making money, so he got the bill. So it all worked out for Devin Haney. It all worked out. Devin Haney got the bag. Devin Haney got the respect. Devin Haney got the power. You know what I'm saying? And he got the bills. And he got every belt. It's not a belt that he don't got. The ring, the regular, the franchise, the WBO, the WBA, the IBF, the wing stop. I just bought a cow championship. Now what? You can say his daddy don't know what the hell he's doing, but now what? But now what? But now what? Now what? Now everybody got excuses. Well, moving to 40. All oh, the belts don't matter. You know, all these other excuses. Now what? You know, young young man, don't chase Ryan Garcia, bro. Come on. You ever seen a fat chick chase a Jenny, a, 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 a Jenny Craig alkaline diet truck? Never. Come on. Come on. You ever seen a skinny, a skinny chick to, you know, you know, chase a goddamn liposuction truck? Never. You got the money, the belts, man. Shoot, what else you want? What you need to fight Ryan Garcia for? Come on, we don't. You don't need to be the first male to participate in, you know, uh, uh, in in a male female boxing crossover matchup. Come on, Ryan Garcia, zesty as they come, nigga. Come on, don't nobody respect him as no real fight. Should no real fight like Devin Haney be chasing zesty Ryan? No way. Come on, nigga, calling out Tank and all that type of stuff. And then a week before the fight, oh, I just bought a cow. I just hurt my pinky and shit. Nobody respect, nobody respect Tank Davis and no real motherfucker. If you put them, if you gave them a blunt or or some true sound, nobody respect Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia as no real fighters. I'm sorry. Not the top fight. You respect them for getting the ring and get, but now there's no top elite fight. I don't care what, what the nigga did in the amateur. I don't care what he did with the Pedraza. What he did versus Gamble. What he did against Forsaken. He ducked Tevin Farmer for God's sake. He ducked Gary Russell. Literally, Floyd called Gary Russell Jr. Senior Jr. and told him to stop picking on Tank. You making Tank look bad. Come on, and this y'all TBE. Come on, this y'all TBE. Come on, this y'all TBE. He said, "Let me get along with some crap." Well, Loma ain't got no choice. He ain't going to 40. 
You keep asking the question every day. Salute Anthony Ware. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. I'm tired of asking the question. I'm sorry, baby. And then shout in. But yeah, here's shout out to Devin Haney. Now everybody want to move to 40 and shit, you know. Everybody want to, you know, do all that shit, man. And I want to say, well, him and Shakur Stevenson in fight. Shakur Stevenson, 130 pounder. What about Tank Davis? Tank Davis, a 135 pounder. What about Ryan Garcia? He just was a 135 pounder. I just want to fight Tank Davis. I just want to fight, make a lot of money and fight Tank Davis. Nigga sound like you want to, you sound like you just want to, you, you just wanted a hug from Tank Davis. Nigga want a hug. He got that sexual feeling for Tank Davis. His obsession with Tank Davis is pretty strange. It is. Tank Davis better guard his back date. You know what Oscar like, boy. But nonetheless, move on. Not going to be long at all tonight. You know, but it says, uh, okay. Ryan Garcia and uh, Tank Davis. So everybody arguing what the A side is. I heard Ryan Garcia didn't even put 10,000 people in, in the arena. And that's what I heard from somebody that's there. They can announce the attendance and they can do all of that type of stuff or whatever they want to do. But I heard he didn't even have 10,000 people in there. And that's what I heard. So I, I really don't care. I don't care if they both retire tomorrow. I wouldn't care. No, neither one of them fought Lomachenko. They've been at 30, 35, 40, and they ain't fought nobody. They ain't fought a Josh Taylor, a Regis Prograce, Devin Haney, a Tiafima Lopez, a Tevin Farmer. You know, none of them type of dudes. Come on. None of them type of dudes. They protected. When people, fighters protected like Tank and Ryan Garcia is because they're not that good. And that's what it is. And I can care less. If this fight ever happened in life, I can care less unless they actually do something. How about let's expand the fight and make the fight the biggest? One somebody go fight Devin, somebody go fight Loma. It's not gonna happen. Javante Davis said, I'll fight Devin Haney if he beat Cambo. So the nigga ain't said nothing. He ain't even he ain't he ain't said nothing since Devin Haney beat you know, George Cambo Nothing. You know, I'll fight him. Nah, it's all I don't control my career. I don't pick my fights. I don't even like the fight. Come on, or Devin Haney numbers ain't real, and he ain't did this, and he ain't did that, you know. And, and, and his belts, I don't care about belts. I, you know, like I said before, they ain't getting no, they ain't getting no money from me, bro. They ain't getting no money from me, and it's, it's just a principle. It's just a principle of it. It's just a principle. It ain't, it ain't nothing, you know. I like Tank. His fights be loud. He a good fighter, but goddamn, when you gonna fight somebody? And Ryan Garcia ain't gonna never fight nobody. He ain't gonna never fight nobody. So that is what it is. I mean, like I said, I don't really care if they ever fight again. Don't care. Mayweather wants to tell me, why y'all hating on Tank? Why y'all hating on Tank? Why y'all hating on Tank? Anybody hating on Tank? We just asking Tank to do what every other fighter did party each other. So I don't care who the A side. Don't care. Don't care if Ryan Garcia knocked Tank Davis out or Tank Davis knocked Ryan Garcia out. They're the same fucking fighter. Same fighter. Same opportunistic fighter. They ain't going to fight nobody. No matter if you're from Baltimore, where you from, Sun Valley, Las Vegas, whatever, California, Rancho, Cuca, Cracker, Manga, Killers, 
California, they both the same thing. No matter if you come from Baltimore, the Bronx, Philadelphia, fucking Orlando, Florida, Austin, Texas, uh, Rancho Cuca Cracker Monkey Killer, California, bro. No matter where that don't, don't mean nothing. Because if, if it mattered to some tank would be out here killing everything that's moving. He not. He went the distance with a fucking bartender. Nowhere the police report that he said, well, Tank Davis knocked out the bar. The bartender went the distance with Tank Davis. This nigga out here going the distance with, with fucking civilians, bro. He went blow for blow with a bartender. Come on. If he lose to Ryan Garcia, it'll be it'll be fitting. It'll be fitting if he lose to Ryan Garcia. This shit'll be the funniest shit of all time. And see how long Mayweather stand next to you or see how quick he replace you. Be the craziest shit of all time. Wouldn't care if Ryan Garcia knocked him out. Couldn't give a damn. If Tank knock out Ryan Garcia, oh goo. Wouldn't give a damn. Y'all can't go fight it. Even if they win, they're gonna just start who you know, me and Ryan did big numbers. Uh Loma, Haney, Shakira never did nothing like this. Uh, um, we're the cash cow, and this down the third, and I'm never we're gonna rematch ten thousand times over again, and I'm gonna fight Jake Paul. Who cares? A fight that we didn't ask for, and it's gonna be a fight that get made. Never seen niggas say, Well, I'm gonna fight Tank and Ryan Garcia. Give a fuck. You got one guy who never won a world title, who probably got the most title. He probably hold the record for the most pullouts and uh, 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 the most pullouts and title fights in Ryan Garcia. And Tank Davis living off a of Pedraza win. Who just knocked out Leo Santa Cruz? Who gives a fuck? Nobody. I'll just be Barrio. Who cares? I beat Gamboa, you know, 50 years after Terrence Crawford, and I struggle with the old Gamboa. You know what I'm saying? Tank Davis want to impress me. Go fight Terrence Crawford. You want to impress me? Go fight Terrence Crawford. Go fight Lomachenko. Go fight Secure Stevens. Go fight Devin Haney. You beating up on Toys R Us kid, Ryan Garth freaking Sear. That means nothing to me. This nigga supposed to be so hood, so street, and this nigga moving like a backstreet boy. Bye-bye. He supposed to be so hood, and Baltimore supposed to be so tough, man. He must be the goddamn Charmin bear that grew from the cracks in the, in the goddamn concrete. And then he run his mouth about everybody, about Deontay Wilder. He kissed Canelo ass. He be quick to talk about how bad a black fighter is. Well, you know, he came up under Mayweather. Come on, Mayweather was the same person that said niggas didn't help him get to where he had in his career. We ain't help, we ain't buy nothing. You notice he wasn't saying that shit while he was getting our money to fight Delahoya, Ricky Hyde, Marquez, and Gotti, and all them other stuff. Like I said before, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, man, I don't support me. I'm putting any money. I ain't putting no more money in these niggas' pockets, bro. If Crawford and Spence happen this year, they get my money. But other than that, bro, if, you know, they ain't getting my money unless it's, it's it's not it's not based on it's a black company. I don't I'm not buying stuff based on it's a black company and support black businesses. Because when you look at none of them businesses support black people at all. None of them businesses support black people. These they take our money and then they throw it in our face and tell us how we ain't nothing. Come on, Floyd from Grand Rapids. Flint still ain't got no clean water. You know, you think he can shine some light on that? No, Floyd controlled by the man money. So I ain't really trying to hear that. Us brothers got to stick together. You got to pick Tank or Rob for Tank. Man, forget these. These say, need to turn around and say, F y'all, we got my money. I'm out of here. So no, they ain't get my money, man. 
They ain't no real fighters. I'll go pay for a goddamn Jake Paul fight. They ain't no real fighters, bro. And I don't care if it ever, 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 ever happened. They want to impress me. Go fight Haney. Go fight Lopez. You know, go fight uh, Lomachenko. Go fight Shakir Stevenson. Go fight Regis Progress. Go fight Sabriel Matias. You know, since Tank Davis run his goddamn mouth about Terrence Crawford, go fight Terrence Crawford and see what happens to your ass. You and Gary Russell get y'all fucking nicks, bro. When Errol Spence get his ass tacked, get taxed, if he ever get in the ring, I want to see you and keep running that damn mouth. But that's what I got on that point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too hype on these dudes, bro. Fucking cabbage patch kids and shit. Man, I'd rather go fire. I'd rather go spend a hundred thousand dollars on a goddamn stretch Armstrong toy, vintage stretch Armstrong toy, than spend that money on them niggas, man. If you don't know what a stretch Armstrong toy is, bro, hey, we we probably didn't grow up in the same year, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, stretch, stretch arms on was a shit back in the day. Um, he said Anthony Worse at Ryan Garcia Tank Duggan's top uh, uh, top ten at forty. Neither one smoked with Gary Anton Russell at all. Kofi, I go subscribe to Kofi Universe for the latest greatest hip hop news. He said salute to everyone in the chat. Smash the like button. Please click the link tree and sub to all social media platforms and podcast. Shout out to Kofi Universe. I go subscribe to Kofi. Um. Ryan and uh, Tank maneuvering to remain unbeaten, then pop up at 140. So, man, ain't going to get popped. Them niggas don't want no problems with Jerron Ennis. Jerron Ennis had Tank fucking hand-washing his draws and starts pressing them hoes. D-Ray promotions, Juice Lee, was going on? Something with it, do down. You know, but apparently Bernie said that Terrence Crawford gave him, uh, told him that uh, it's looking good for November. And like I said, I see it with Earl Spence in the ring. I see with Earl Spence in the ring. A lot of people said well, the, the, the clue was Earl Spence, you know, remaining in shape and staying skinny and all this type of stuff. And at the end of the day, man, he going to have to. AF, salute. Salute. He going to have to. Nigga in the fight of his life. And what they going to bank on is Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford being out of shape. That's what they banking on. Terrence Crawford being lethargic. Tim Crawford ain't been in the ring in a year. Come November, Crawford gonna be out the ring for a year. Come on, Crawford about to turn 35 in September. So, you know, Bernie was saying uh, he wished the fight was in the summertime and they wanted it in the summer. We all wanted the summer. This all was strategic was strategic. All this was strategic, bro. They wanted to keep Crawford out the ring as long as possible. And then the whole Keith Thurman thing. They was trying to make Keith Thurman. They said Crawford was down to fight Keith Thurman. In the summer, come back and fight, you know, uh, Spence in the fall, in the fall or the winter. They didn't want that neither. Said Al was making Keith Thurman ask for $10 million. Why? Crawford had a good fight with Keith Thurman. He warmed up. He got momentum coming to Earl Smith's fight. Earl fought in, in April. December, January, February, March. About four, four five months between they fought. So, you know, he fought in April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So, seven months. You know, Crawford coming to the ring off 12 months. You know? So they want to get their advantages where they can. It's like with Canelo putting stipulations on weight and shit. Nobody gonna nobody gonna read Box Rec in 2075 and, and say, well, Canelo fought Lar when he was, you know, this, or he he had a stipulation versus this guy. You know what I'm saying? Or he robbed this guy. They don't have no staff for robbery on Box Rec. Same thing here. 
people gonna be like, well, Terrence Crawford was he wasn't hundred percent. Terrence Crawford was out the ring for you. Nobody gonna really look at that other than true nerd geeks and all that type of stuff. Crawford at a disadvantage, but then again, Earl Spence made sure he wasn't at a disadvantage. That's what we can say. Earl Spence made sure he wasn't at a disadvantage. He made sure he stayed in shape. You know what I'm saying? He he made sure that he didn't get out of shape for this fight. No, but he knew he was fighting at the end of the year, no matter who the plan A was or the plan B was, or if it was a plan B. He knew he was coming back at the end. He was coming back at the end of the year. And somebody who got a lot of time on their hands, who like to eat, who like to indulge in, in, in other things, whatever the hell he got going on, you know, whatever he liked to indulge in, they know they gotta keep him, they gotta keep him in the gym. And in between his other fights, if it was Mikey, Kell Brook, or whatever them other fights with Campo, all them other damn fights, you know, he blew up in between fights. He blew up in between those fights. And this Terrence Crawford fight, oh shit, he's staying in shape. I, I, I'm trying to guess why he's staying in shape in between this fight. You know why he's staying in, in, he staying in shape. Well, baby, I'm in shape. Squares, triangles, rectangles. Y'all know why he's staying in shape for this fight. It's the fight of his damn life. It was a fight he came back and he had to back out of. Nigga, I can't go to the barbershop they were saying no more a while ago because they was asking him about the fight. And it's the same thing for Crawford. Now you caught that tricky trout. You know, now you got to bag up what you were saying. But the only bad thing about oh, it's good and bad thing if it is going to November, right? And it's looking good. And I guess Crawford sat down and talked to Al Heyman and did it himself. Oh, this was strategic. All oh, this was the plan. This the all oh, this was a plan to try to age out Crawford as long as they can. That's it. If he if they if they came to a compromise, you know, if you if you you know what I'm saying, if you go post something on social media or social media and you mean it, why the fucking delete it with screenshot? You know, if we if we if it took us eight months to get to this point that we look like we got the fight, could have made this offer a while ago. Crawford and Al Hammond could have sat down a while ago. You know, and it could be Terrence Crawford just looking to get the best deal for Terrence Crawford, and that's fine. You know, and people say, well, they both in their prime. They not in their prime. Name me a motherfucking fighter in their prime at 35 years old that been fighting their whole life. Come on. Not in their turn pro at 29, 20, who been turning, who been fighting their whole life. Not somebody that's new to the sport of boxing. This is not a prime fight. Earl Spence didn't bust his eye, flew through a window. Say what you want to say. He looked good versus Ugas. He had the proper opponent in front of him. You know what I'm saying? If you give a two-year-old baby... Some motherfucking uh some yams, some whatever they call them, some some mush bananas, he gonna be able to digest it. We get that nigga a whole fucking steak, he gonna choke on that hoe. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Of course they're gonna put him in there with her dentist who guys. Of course they gotta put him in there. You gonna look good. You beating up on a goddamn uh a punching bag. Who damn near knocked your ass out? He was like, Well, you didn't hear the reps they stop? Nigga, please protect yourself at all times. Number one rule. And if Crawford truly saying it's looking good for November, that was the plan the whole time. The good thing about it's looking good for November is simply because it's cheaper to go to Vegas in November. 
it's not going to be cheaper ticket in Vegas because it's not going to be at Allegiant Stadium. It's going to be right at the MGM Grand. It's a 15,000, 16,000-seat stadium. It's going to be a grand to get in, and after resale, it's going to be two grand to get in. So, you know, then they're going to put it right around the holiday season. Like I said, well, there ain't nothing going on this summer. People have stacked all winter, all fall for this, right? Ain't nothing going on in the summer. And they waited to the to the time to make a decision. You know, you got NBA games, college football, kids going back to school, Christmas, Thanksgiving, to make this fight. They waited Crawford out as long as they can. Now, would I rule out, you know, somebody getting injured in this fight be thrown? No. I wouldn't rule that shit out. But I believe it when them two motherfuckers in the ring fighting each other. I believe it. You know, is it going to be a good fight? Yeah, Earl Spence is a hell of an offensive fighter, good defensive fighter, same thing for Crawford. Be a good fight, but now nah, this shit got to live up to expectations. These expectations is gigantic, bro. The 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 projection this is to show black people by boxing. They really support Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. You know, and it, and this can this fight can single handedly bring back boxing. Shout out to Anthony in the cash. I appreciate it. This fight can bring back boxing where Pacquiao and Floyd killed boxing. This can bring it all the way back. So, you know, like I said before, if we closing this is looking good for November, we'll see. You know? We'll see, but, you know, all the trash talk will be talking. But guess what? The spotlight won't be on this fight. The spotlight going to be on multiple things come November. Thanksgiving, holiday shopping, NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball. Everything going to be percolating at that time. Everything going to be percolating, bro. You're going to have, have your option. You're going to have pizza. You're going to have ribs. You're going to have filet mignon. You're going to have T-bone. You're going to have fried chicken. You're going to have your piccolo. You're really going to be thinking about paying... $80 or $1,000 or $2,000 for a seat, and that ain't including flight and all that shit? Hell no. You understand that's one of the worst times of the fucking year, emotionally, for a lot of people? Once that holiday season, Christmas lights, and that Mariah Carey goddamn song come on, was she getting sued for? You know how emotional people think about when they lost their people and how rampant COVID and germs and sickness going to be at that time? A lot of people have a lot of time, time when they play. People, people just don't know the half what I went through at that time last year. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even thinking about who passed away and who's sick and all that type of stuff. People just don't know the half of what people go through. They're asking a lot of people to come out there and, and pay your money and support that fight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, bro. They're asking a lot of people around that time. Because who you really targeting, you're not targeting people like me. People like me going to at least buy the pay-per-view. They're at least going to pay the $80 for this. Or we at least going to talk about it. You know? But you're talking about the people, the hardworking people of America buying this fight. That's what you're talking about. And, and these fighters have no rapport with them. I'm sorry. They have no connection with casual, blue-collar, White collar America, none, and they have to create that. They have to create a demand. 
there's no demand for this fight amongst casual fans. There are some demand, but it's not as big as it, 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 should, it should be. So what are they going to do to grab that demand? Are they going to start a fake beef? Is it going to be – it can't be Bo Mack and Derrick James. It can't be Bernie and, and, and Earl Spence or however it goes. It got to be Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford got to do something that captivate the millions and millions, billions of fucking people. You know, it has to be them who captivated. With Oscar and Floyd Mayweather, it was a great fight. You know, it was a good fight on paper. It was a passion of a torch fight. But Mayweather stole the show. Mayweather personality is what drove millions of people to be invested into that fight. And that's what you was making an investment. And I'm not talking about you invest. Everybody think investment, you invest in money. You can get money back. You spend a hundred thousand, you can get that back. You spend eighty dollars on the fight, you get that back. You spend two thousand on a flight and negotiate, you can get that back. But you can't get your attention and your time back. You can't get a refund on paying attention. You can't get a refund on time. It's been a lot of great men, great philosophers, rich people, billionaires, but you can't buy time. Can't buy it. Can't get it back. So they have to do something to captivate this, bro. They can't do no rinky-dink New York City press conference, L.A. It got to be real. Who going to step out of care? Neither one of these dudes like to show character. I'm pretty sure they got character behind the scenes and they open up. So that's going to be the difference, bro. It's going to be the difference. This is, you know... The fight going to deliver. It's going to be an offensive aerial assault. It's probably going to be technical. But when lightning strike with Floyd Mayweather, he said, we all know thunder make noise and lightning strike. What do you tell Arturo Gotti? Couldn't name Arturo Thunder Gotti. Rest in power to him. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, right, lightning going to strike, but you need a little, you need thunder. Remember that book, they make making sure roll the thunder here, Michael Cry, whatever. You need thunder, you know, so people can come see the lightning. You need thunder. You need the show. You need you need to drive people to the show. You got the greatest fight of all time, right? You got the greatest fight of all time, right? And nobody see that shit until years later. Like, you know what, man? This shit was a classic, bro. But I believe when they in the ring together. You know, Dick, you came from fight. You know, Tim Corp is a great fight. Great ugly, you know. Niggas don't have to eat their words. But then again, like I said, people deal with so much financially and emotionally that time of year. Sickness is starting to run rampant. When it get cold, viruses spread like the plague. You know what I'm saying? You're going to start hearing about the virus again. You're going to be starting, you starting to hear about the monkey crap right now. So like I said before, asking a lot of people, bro. You know people who put, put gifts under the Christmas tree. You know, you got people who, 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 who I mean, it's a, it's a lot. And they're going to ask for your $2,000, $3,000 to go out there. And they're not going to waive. They're not going to waive a resort fees unless you're a high roller. You know, when you people don't understand when you go to Vegas, you know, you see the tag and it say $61 a night and shit. You know, you say, I'm going to stay at this nice hotel. It's $69 a night. Right, and you look, and it's really like ninety-one hundred dollars a night plus because of the resort fee and taxes and shit of that nature. And you're taking to me, Vegas is definitely, you know, you know, they Vegas is definitely the spot. You have fun, dispensaries. I mean, you got affordable food on the strip. You got expensive food on the strip. You know, you got arcades. You I mean like people just say, well, you know, all it is there to do is gamble. Nigga, I ain't gamble one minute, bro. You know, and got massages, got hot tubs, got pools. You can do uh, ATVs, helicopter rides. I mean, 
you know, you go to the ice bar, in and out burger, you got raisin canes, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got spas, I mean, you got clubs, you got women. I mean, what more do you need than that? You got weed, you got hookers, prostitutes, whatever you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? You got tourists. I mean, bro, what more do you need than some pussy hanging around? What, what more do you need than that? Clubs and pussy. What more do you need than that? You know what I'm talking about? Josie and the pussycat dies. You know what I'm saying? What more do you need from that? We nothing to do in Vegas. Like, bro, do you see all that work rocking around Vegas? You got Ferris wheels. You got downtown Vegas that got a pool that stay open late. You got the D bar, Coney Island's down. I mean, what else do you need, bro? Honestly, what else? I wasn't thinking about gambling. So much booty walking around Vegas, bro. We watch your mind. You know, you ain't nothing really do. Like, bro, like, nigga, it's always something to do. Go to the hood if you want to, and you know my couple forte these. I don't want to see nobody hood. Zion said, "Roly called 140 no name division. He wants nothing to do with the boys. He trash, trash. Nigga get knocked out by a civilian. Crawford's genetic freak. It won't matter. Gotta see Earl Smith is a genetic freak too. He's a hell of a fighter. Do all that fucking drinking and whatever he's doing. He don't really get tired in fights. So shit. Top fighters at 140 run Roly into witness protection. Anthony Ware." Is it a go? Well, he's usually what Crawford said is looking like a go. Shit. Next week, it'd be like, oh, gas, break. Then be like, nah. When they're in the ring together, bro, I believe it. I believe it. Johnson, salute. But all it's about is trying to, you know, stretch out Terrence Crawford as long as you can. They are trying to make the Keith Thurman fight. He'd rather go fight Lard and Terrence Crawford. And Danny Garcia is sucker too, bro. They they know something, bro. They they know something, bro. I'm telling you, they know something. They know something, bro. And if Crawford get out there and beat the dog walking shit out of Earl Spitz, bro, that shit gonna be, man. This is why you don't fight even his fan. Why you don't fight in Dallas? Why would we fight undisputed in Dallas, Texas, nigga? Like, ask yourself that. Why, I mean, why we fight undisputed in Dallas, Texas? Why? Why I care about you, cowboy, Ricky Dinky, you know, niggas, man, down there in Dallas? Y'all niggas don't even know nothing about boxing. What niggas say, well, let's go make the biggest fight in boxing in Dallas? Not a nigga in history. <laughs> Never. Like, like, dog, Dallas don't know shit about boxing. For real? Let's keep it real. Come on, you're going to do a fight of this magnitude. Either you're going to break the ground in a new market or you're going to do it in the fight capital of the world or the Mecca. It's either New York City. It's either going to be some of a black market like D.C. or Atlanta or it's going to be Las Vegas. That's it. And if we if we being real, if we really believe Atlanta is black Hollywood and D.C. is like black Hollywood, it really should be there. That's really an East Coast fight, to be honest. That's really a New York fight. That's really a Madison Square Garden fight, if we're being real. That's really a D.C. fight. That's really an Atlanta fight. You know, why are we going on the West Coast with all the Hispanics and shit at? It's really a fight for the people. But like I said before, we know, we know. Excuse me, we know what the business is. It's really, it's really a black fight. That's really, that's really a fight that should be at Mercedes-Benz Dome. And every and all, and it should be like all the brothers gonna come out. All the sisters gonna that's really what it really is, bro. And that's really what it is. It's an it's an Atlanta, DC, New York City type of fight. That's what it is. 
it's not a West Coast fight. Why are we, you know, pandering to to a mixed a mixed crowd? We don't need to pander to Hispanics. Why are we always catering to Hispanics? You know, catering to them. There's no offense to y'all. This this is a fight for us. This Atlanta. This is a Black Hollywood fight. To be honest, that's what it is. That's what that's what exactly what it is. It's a Black Hollywood fight. It's a New York City type of fight. It's a DC type of fight. It's an Atlanta type of fight. You know, and that and that crowd is you know Vegas is, is you know it's high rolling type of crowd and you know you're not mad at Vegas and shit like that. It is what it is. It's the it's the, it's the fight capital of the world. But so it's a highly it's a black Hollywood type of fight. And that energy you're gonna get wherever they fall in Atlanta. You ain't gonna find it nowhere else. We're gonna find our shit nowhere else. But Atlanta going through a transition, a lot of killings, a lot of shit there. But it's a lot of shit to do in Atlanta leading up to that whole fight. It's a lot of shit to do in Vegas. Really ain't mad it's in Vegas. You know, Vegas got the accommodations, everything legal in Vegas. I mean, can't be mad, but it's really a fight that should be on up that up that East Coast, you know, down to the South. He's trying to sit down. And Bernie said, he said, it's a go. He said, they waited out Crawford, just like Floyd said, they're going to wait out Loma for Tank. Yeah. And what's so funny is they waited out, uh, they waited out Pac. He waited out Pacquiao with a scary ass. Don Dada, scared with Pacquiao. Yes, Fast Floyd and Pacquiao, man, killed by a lot. You know how I many people that told me that they never at the gym, they're never going to watch boxing again or never going to pay for a pay-per-view in boxing again? A lot of people told me that. A lot of people told me that. Oh, I ain't never paying for that shit. That shit was terrible. Niggas went to the prime. Say with me, baby, rock me, girl. Like I wanna rock you, temptation sing. Hey, yeah, that's my favorite song by them. That that shit is that shit's a man, bro. That shit is like I grew up in the bar. I'm not. I don't really be out. You know, I grew up in a bar, but when that shit used to come on, bro. Oh shit! That way the fighters have been hyped up. I'm expecting no less than Hagler Hearns. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a fill-out period. Then, you know, when somebody get hit, the fight going to break out. But Earl is very disciplined. He ain't no Hagler. He ain't no Hearns. He disciplined. He ain't going to do nothing that he ain't got to do. You know, he not going to force nothing. That's the good thing about Earl Spence. He fight, He, You know, I think the reason they call him the truth because he stayed within his truth. He don't forget to fish, uh, my brother. Who fish what? Facts, none of these men have uh, separated themselves. None of them. Say so y'all told y'all, man, I believe it when them niggas in the ring. Y'all gonna be screaming November, gonna buy y'all tickets and shit. Week before the fight, they were talking about replacing Euro with Keith Thurman. Really, Spence had the personality of a potato. Yeah, and Crawford don't like to say shit neither. So I mean, who who gonna be the mouthpiece? That's the question. Who gonna be Roley? You know, shit. Who gonna be Floyd Mayweather? Who gonna be Muhammad Ali? Man, let them be comfortable in their own skin. I, I acting out of character, it could knock them off their game. Let them do, man. They don't like guys like Al Haven ain't trying to hear that shit. That's why they don't want to put the money up. Nobody want to hear none of that shit. People want controversy. People want a storyline. Nobody want to see them niggas sit there and, and, and congratulate each other and make stone cold threats. Ain't nothing cool about that, bro. None. Niggas want to see niggas get drop kicked off the car like Larry Holmes. That's what people want to see. How are you going to drive people to this fight? How? Showing highlights. You, you, need, you need a storyline, and the trainers can't do it. The hype man can't do it. 
The coaches can't do it. Their mamas can't do it. You have you have to be able to have you have to have something to draw casuals in. And Mayweather did a great did a great job versus Oscar De La Hoya and never had to look back. He he obliterated Oscar De La Hoya and that whole thing. I don't know what he brought. I don't know, enough of dogs today. How about that? I hate that resort fee. Charging you for shit that should be free or you don't even use. Yep. I mean, the amenities, you know, casinos, the restaurant. Now, I'll tell you, now, Excalibur is, wor- is worth the resort fee. The room I had wasn't all that. It was clean and all. Wasn't nothing special about it. But, man, only thing that wasn't open was their buffet because of the pandemic. But man, they had everything. A couple few pools. Then they had a slide, a couple pools, a hot tub, a full spa. Um, they had pop. They had everything. Hot paws, hot dog on a stick. Heard they lemonade pretty good. Shalanskis, Krispy Kremes, Popeyes. Nigga, they had everything in there. They had a jewelry store in there. Multiple restaurants, multiple stores in there. That shit had everything. They had. He had a place like a little doggy area for your dog, too. S. Caliber had everything. It was worth it, too. You right next to the MGM Green, right next to, you know, not too far from the uh, T-Mobile Arena. He said they won't be able to show their skills if no one buys the fight. Exactly. He said, yes, Danny knows Charlo's going to vacate 54, so he moving up to fight for vacant. Thurman knows it as well, too. He said, Keith wants Spence. Keith don't want Spence. Keith don't even want Terrence Crawford. He asked for $10 million fucking dollars to fight Terrence Crawford again. He could be fighting Terrence Crawford this summer. Like, he probably just need to be, like, banned from boxing. Cowboys, Mavericks, Stars, Spence Champions, man, bro. Whatever. I don't even know what the, the – when the Mavericks won that shit? Two decades ago? Decade ago? Hell, yeah, this fight is for the East Coast. All the non-racist messages on the East Coast. It is an East Coast fight, to be honest. I'm trying to tell y'all, this shit is an Atlanta, D.C., New York City fight. They ain't going to listen to me, though. That's what it is. Nigga, niggas will come out in Atlanta. You could charge in Atlanta, I'm telling y'all. Atlanta overpopulated too. We said, we don't really have the airport to support. Man, fuck up out of here. They had the Olympics there in 96, bro. And Atlanta has grown so much since then. Now, you scared, you know, you feel more safer than in Las Vegas. I feel you. I feel you, but, you know, Atlanta, if you, if you, if you, if you know how to move, you know how to move. Atlanta got, man. I just wouldn't touch none of the females there. If I'm a female, I'm not touching none of the dudes there neither. That's my thing. That's the only downside. You know, he could make a case for that in Vegas, but yeah, Vegas ain't nowhere. I don't think Vegas is in like the top 10 of HIV rates neither. I think Hawaii like number two. You know what I'm saying? Georgia like number three. I think number one was Louisiana. I can't freaking remember. I posted it on Instagram, but but yeah, you know, it's it's, it's crazy out here, dude. Like if you out here raw dogging, bro, you out cold. Too much shit going around. You you know, you really got to get tested and all that type of stuff, your partner. But it is what it is. They weigh the butt out, but want to pretend like that ain't, ain't the case 35 years old. Of course they weighed them out. Snow Reed, this fight didn't have to have all the bills on the line. Who cares? The Ryan Garcia, they telling us Ryan Garcia versus Ronte Tang Davis, the bills don't matter. Now you're telling us versus Errol Smith and Terrence Crawford, the bills do matter. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
Get up out of here. Which one is it? Which one is it? Is the belts matter or they don't matter? Million dollar question. Come on, they inconsistent. Tax, tax, salute. But Earl is in Little Mexico, so uh, a lot of the Mexicans can rock with Earl. It is what it is. This is this is a fight for the East Coast. That's what I said. But it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Support the channel, Venmo CJ Good three one three. Hit the link tree as well too. Find me everywhere in the link tree. Emma Floyd kept on coming out and saying he owed the fans for the Pacquiao fight. Did he? He said that. Never he never refunded niggas, did you? And I ain't talking about a, a refund of payment. He never gave us a fight that really mattered. He wasn't disciplined when Ugas hurt him. It wasn't about being like disciplined. He made a mistake. It happens. He got hurt before that. That's what people ignore. And then in sequence before that, he got hurt by Ugas. He got hurt way before then, you know, but nobody won. I mean, it is with his boxing, anything can happen. Wasn't Lewis and Tyson? I mean, yeah, that was Memphis. That was because of what I forget. I don't think uh, somebody. It wasn't Lewis though. I think Mike couldn't get sanctioned or whatever. But yeah, Memphis dope too, bro. Big international airport. Tons of shit to do. Eat women. You know, it's big as hell too. Compared to a lot of other cities, but you know, they both are like the type of dudes that get all shy when the girls come through. Yeah, everybody, everybody really do, bro. Like everybody, ain't nobody unless you really know them like that. I don't think you like, like niggas like to like get to get their little personal chick, go to like a little different part of the house. Then you know, chicks like doing that shit too, playing the role, knowing you a freak. You know what I'm saying? You get them by themselves, they doing everything, nigga. everything. So everybody be like that, especially with some chicks you don't know. They be wanting just as bad as we do, if not more. You know, so he said so much disrespect for undisputed champion of the world, Earl Spence. Crawford does have a personality. You just got to bring it out. Like Jose Benavidez did pre-fight, bro. You got to be willing to bring it out. What Earl Spence going to do? Earl Spence ain't going to uh, Earl Spence ain't gonna rattle that cage too much, and I don't blame him. Nigga don't need no more. That nigga, bug, like he wake up angry. He don't need no more motivation. No more motivation. No more motivation, but if it's a go, man, you know, you know, even though people think you know this fight gonna end niggas' channels, it's gonna end the debate, it's gonna end communities and shit, man. These niggas is just gonna act like it didn't happen. That nigga go out there and get monkey trunk, get donkey con trumpled and shit like that, or whatever niggas, you know, it's boxing losses happen. It's a it's a what they say in the NBA it's a make or mislead. You know. You're going to win or lose. You know, could be a draw. But like I said before, I think Crawford coming out to make a statement. But anything can happen. You can get caught. Earl Spence got a good long jab. You know what I'm saying? And what if Earl Spence just too big, too strong? That could be the case. But if he just hit him so hard, what if he cut Crawford? And Crawford, you know, can't deal with the cut and affect the fight. It's a lot of things that happen in the sport of boxing. You can't, you know, head clashes, dirty referees different dirty type of scoring and shit so like i said before anything can happen like stitch the thumb down but stuff still, still can happen with the uh with that but it's, it's gonna be an interesting fight bro it ain't gonna be like super duper easy for neither one of these dudes it's not gonna be easy but it's gonna be the battle of the lead hand 
You know, Earl, you know, what can Contenders Crawford dominate with the lead hand? It's the million dollar question. You know, if Earl Spence is dominate with his with his with his with his lead left hand, it's it's gonna be tough for Terrence Crawford. Kell Brook had a lot of success with his jab versus both of them, so it's possible. A lot of people feel that Terrence Crawford can make an adjustment that Earl Spence can't, but guess what? Earl Spence ain't really never had to make an adjustment. If they true adjustments is, they're gonna just step and keep stepping it up, stepping it up. That's how you get knocked out without making real technical adjustments. That's how you get knocked out. That's how you get knocked out. So you gotta make some type of an adjustment. But I mean, if it's a go, it's a go. And I I would love to be at the fight. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I'm definitely ordering it. You know, I'm gonna order it off the strength of they them being black fighters. You know, I'm gonna order they probably gonna make it hard to stream anyway. So you might as well go ahead and order this type of fights that we need to support so we can get more of these fights in these fight. We can get more of these fights and we get these fights made a lot quicker. You know, so, you know, we need to show our buying power when it comes to this fight because we're going to want more and more of these type of fights, bro. So you want the Haney's, the Shakur's, the Tanks, you know what I'm saying, the Charlo and Andre, you want those type of fights? You know, now is the time to voice your opinion. It's like election day. You know, it's like election day. That's exactly what it is. It's election day. It's time to cash your vote on if you support black boxing. And we have to, as black fight fans and casual black fans, we or the fight fans, we got to get the, the, the other black casual fans to, to buy in and show our buying power. We keep making us feel that we need Mexicans and all that type of stuff to sell in boxing. You don't. He said belts don't matter how your logo, but when Floyd talked about his resume, he referenced the number of champions he beat. The truth is the belts don't matter when the fighters holding it is legitimate threat. Yeah, of course. Of course. Same goes for Bernard Hopkins. Same goes for Bernard Hopkins. Company man. Said these suckers uh is here to stay. We just got a deal. That's all it is. All they're gonna say is stay up, Earl. You know, proper losers gonna be the biggest shit since sliced bread. Crawford lost, and, and then they're gonna turn around and diminish Crawford. Then where Earl has his next, you know. The uh, tough fight, it could be whoever the hell is going to be. Or he beat, they're going to start to use Terrence Crawford as the measuring stick. That's what they're going to do. They're going to say how great Terrence Crawford was and how that's better than anything than fighter beat he had on his resume. I know how this shit go. I know how it go. No matter what Terrence Crawford dish out, it's a lose-lose situation if he's looking to captivate and get the approval of the crowd, of his naysayers. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. You go, and you know, if you're going out there and inflict, you know, you flick pain and domination, that's what she's looking to do is dominate this fight. Show that I can dominate on this level. You know, he wins a lot of rounds. You know, Sean Porter fight is one of the few fights that you can say he lost multiple rounds in like, 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 like that, you know. But, you know, he showed that, you know, if a fight close, I can take off on your ass. You know, but usually I win a lot of rounds. So, Errol Spence, you know, he showed if a fight closed, I can take off like that. And he can win some of his fights, he won a lot of rounds. You know? So, I mean, they both, you know, win by knockout, win by, you know, Crawford knocked out everybody he'd been in there at 147 with. 
you know, and they started diminishing what he did versus Kyle Velasquez. Kyle Velasquez is a hell of a puncher. That's what we do. No, he walked right through him. You don't say, oh, he dropped him. Shit happens. You know, Kyle Velasquez didn't capitalize on it. When Crawford stepped it up to another level, he couldn't go there. The Earl Spence, that's what, that's what Earl Spence do best. He, you know, he like to step up the pace. You know, and, you know, with Sean Porter, Sean Porter was able to go every step and he was stride for stride with him like a like a nine route, like the ball up in the air. He was stride for stride with him. The difference was Sean Porter took his eye off the ball and, you know, you know, he got he got dropped. Sean Porter was stride for stride with Earl Spence. He stride for stride with Terrence Crawford. You know, Crawford, you know, he was, you know, Crawford just finished him. So Sean Porter had a little had a little fighter, but it's hard to have be a measuring stick when he just has a style that you know it's not, you know, you won't see again. You know, but it's going, you know, this fight, you know, hopefully you get the eyes. What history tell you is gonna deliver, but the eyes, the eyes not gonna be on the fight. Or if the of the eyes come to the fight, the fight won't deliver. So it's supposed to be the new Hagler Hearns, you know, Leonard. Uh, I can't even say. Leonard and uh and uh and Hearns or Leonard and Duran because that all happened before he was 30 years old. So this gotta be Hearns and Hagler right here. This is what it gotta be. I mean shit, if it's Hart Hagler and John the Beast Mugabe, I think people will take that shit. If it's Tony and Michael Nunn, people will take this. You know, but what it can't be is Roy Jones beating the hell out of James Tony. It can't be that. I mean, you know, you know, it can, but you know, I don't think, you know, you know, I think people want to see, you know, either, you know, a firefight or a knockout. But you know, like I said before, it can. But that's what people want. That's what people want to see. You know, just because people peak Terrence Crawford, peak Earl Spence, don't mean that's what's gonna happen. But I understand they're gonna have a 10, 12 week camp, whatever it may be, and they gotta peak on whatever Saturday night they pick, and anything can happen. Any a cut can happen, an elbow can happen, a clash of heads can happen. You know, somebody can roll their ankle, somebody can hurt their head. That's why you start talking about betting boxing, bro. It's it's got this one of the biggest boom or bust type of uh, uh betting sports. Because literally anything can happen, bro. But the only thing that that makes the 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 the, the upset so hard is, is the shady judging. So can I sit here definitively and tell you, well, this shit gonna happen. And I know this gonna happen. No, can't nobody tell you that in boxing. Especially you talking about two fighters on the wrong side of 30. You know, and they haven't fought. Like I said, people got mad because I don't consider these dudes a fighters until somebody wins or until we get a result. You know, how can I really call them a fighters, bro? You didn't take the torch, you didn't fight Keith Thurman, you didn't fight Manny Pacquiao, you know what I'm saying? You didn't fight Floyd Mayweather, you know. We fight Madonna coming off, you know, the Mayweather loss. So we don't really know where the, where the measure stick is. So these two B plus fighters fighting each other and see how, you know, and even in, in, a, in, a, in a competitive loss or a loss, you know, we can still have two A level fighters. You can. But, you know, without without fighting guys like Rafael Benitez and Duran and Hearns and Hagler, you know, Terry Norris's, Julian Jackson's of the world. You know what I'm saying? Without fighting them type of dudes, like you don't know. Parnell Whitaker, Oscar De La Hoya, Phoenix Trinidad, Shane Mosley, Zab Judah, Miguel Cotto. You don't know. They haven't really faced. They didn't get a chance to fight Keith Thurman at least. I'm not sure how much a Manny Pacquiao fight would have told you. You know, they didn't get a chance to fight Floyd Mayweather. 
So it's absolutely harder. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. They didn't, they didn't, I mean, come on. I mean, you really right, Danny Garcia. I mean, come on. Danny and Sean got beat by Keith, so we didn't get the opportunity to see Keith Thurman mix it up in there. So it's gonna it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be like I said before, when they get in the ring, and if it's super duper competitive, then you probably got two A fighters in the ring. If somebody get blew out, people are gonna be saying, Oh, he was overrated, he wasn't that good. So I had the fight ain't happening when it should happen. And anybody tell you that they have this fight happening when it should happen is a damn lie. That this fight should have happened years ago. It don't matter about one belt, two belt, three belt, four belt. As long as they both had a belt, that fight should have been happening. Fury and Water didn't have all the belts on the line. So it's my opinion. Can't wait for Crawford to slap the alcoholic anonymous, uh, the drunk sucker. That drunk sucker. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It ain't going to be easy. They're both long and rangy, so it's going to be interesting. I want to know. I want to see. I know how Earl Smith's going to approach this fight. I want to see how Terrence Crawford is going to approach this fight. Is it going to be angles? Is it going to be sitting in the pocket with Crawford Spence? Is it going to be pushing Spence back? Is it going to be like letting Spence work and, and capitalizing on his on his openings? You know what I'm saying? Is you know like counter punching, you know, is it gonna yeah, you know, it's gonna be interesting. We know Spence gonna, you know, Spence how Spence gonna do. Spence gonna fight behind his height, his reach, his jab. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's gonna do. You know, you know, he's gonna throw one twos and twos and might throw occasional hook, but the one thing about Earl Smith you're gonna live with, you're probably gonna live with him hooking, even though you know he, he can hurt you with a hook, but his straight punches and you know is where it's really at. Lil Lang giving Earl too much credit. He can't F with Bud. Only Boost and Charlo have a chance. We got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. And if, if that's the case, then what's the point of watching the fight? Mimi, she is one of the biggest punches at 47. Uh, agreed. He said Mikey recently just said he felt Lippy has punches more, uh, punch more, I think, harder than he felt in Earl Spence. I mean, I mean, I can believe that. I mean, but. Lippy, yes, is heavy-handed, but he don't have all the, the tools that Earl Spence got. So, yeah, the guys out here, it's journeyman that punch harder than Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. Lucas Matisse is probably a better one-punch puncher today than both of them. But, you know, when you start, you know, putting the different packages together with the speed, the size, the punch uh, variety, and all those type of things, and the footwork, and, the, you know, all that stuff, then that's punching power, I mean – it can change a fight, but can you get the bomb? You can you get the missile? The missile get the bomb there. EJ gonna kill, but you crazy hating on everything. Tank, how am I hating, bro? How am I hating? Like you should hate living in Milwaukee, nigga. Like what type of real nigga live in Milwaukee? Like how about that? What type of sane black person still living in a state that's segregated? <laughs> that's crazy. Like how am I hating? You living in Milwaukee, nigga? You should be like coming up with a master plan. But ain't nothing but sweating racist people inside my hand. But like nigga, you in Milwaukee, nigga. Like, like, bro. Matter of fact, y'all need to stop them Chicago niggas from coming up there putting their foot in y'all ass. How about that? Shout out to Racine though. <laughs> exactly. Neither fighter fought the man, but it, it's a close, a great fight. They'll both be from the uh, but yeah, both stock go up. But people don't understand how boxing work though. Thurman and Efton lost to Manny and never got his Floyd fight. He never was getting a Floyd fight. He, I thought he beat Manny, but hey, I'm cool with it. 
WC put Keith Thurman over Virgil Ortiz, and then it's Thurman working, man. He ain't nigga ain't fighting neither one of them. How about that? I bet you that. He ain't fighting either one. That nigga rather go sell out the Laura. Said Kyle, I'm going to start from the beginning. Shout out to Lathers. He say, uh, the content, DJ, what's good, my brother? Always uh, hit on this channel. Um, yeah, shout out to them. I don't even care. Professor, what's going on? Right, salute. Do I want to see what's going to happen when Spence can't use his jab is my question. Uh, if I was a if I was a bad man, I'm pretty sure they wait working on that. But you know, you when you when you don't jab, is he just he one of them dudes that's just gonna try to thug it out, bro? I say that right now. He one of them dudes that's just gonna keep wrapping up the value, wrapping up the value, wrapping up the value. He gonna try to overwhelm, but and sometimes that's how you gotta approach a boxer puncher. Real talk. That sometimes you gotta man. Sometimes just volume, you know, sheer volume, sheer chin, sheer you know pressure. You know, Chavez, like, he should go see Chavez, honestly, bro. That'd be a good, good, good kind of putting, like, the, the polish and touches on, on what he needs to do versus Crawford. Well, I told y'all, man, um, you know, but that's what he's going to do. He's going to ramp up the value. Sometimes, I mean, pressure, like, a lot, a lot of, I mean, pressure, you know, with his size, his strength, and his conditioning, bro, and he can take a shot, his body punching, that, I mean, I think that's, I think that's, a, that's a great bet. Madonna smothered and pressured Floyd Mayweather, but he don't really have the, and this is the funniest shit to say, he don't really have that skill set like Madonna. You know, he ain't he really ain't gonna hold you on the inside. He he not rugged like that. He more he remind me of Kovalev. That's that's what remind me really remind me of Kovalev. I had to keep you at arm's distance, you know, not the greatest hook in the world, but too good power punching, too really good athlete. Kovalev, hell of a fighter, bro. Hell of a fighter. That's what he remind me of, bro. Like he really remind me of a Kovalev. They both ain't got the greatest hook, but it's good enough. I think his hook way better than Kovalev, but they both ain't got the greatest hook. Good power. I think Kovalev might be a better puncher at his, his division, but it's a lot of parallels that's there. Now I can talk some shit and really like y'all keep y'all keep talking shit. And Earl Smith fans keep talking shit. I'm trying to keep it casual. I can really go there about one comparison that they really do got. And I can be an asshole about it, but. At the day I had, I ain't trying to be an asshole about it. <laughs> he said, Bud always stand over his opponent's jazz. Spence and Bud are both better have a plan B. Um, and that's going to be an interesting thing, bro. Like, Kel Brook jab was getting in, and, and, and Crawford's made it, Crawford made an adjustment to throw the juke punch. Errol Spence made an adjustment just to step up, to step up a pace that Kel Brook couldn't go to. So, Harper got a plan B. That's what we do know. You know, if you get Crawford time to sit there and think, Earl Spence can't really give him the time to sit there and think and get into a rhythm. Earl Spence has to exploit has to has to exploit the fact that he has to get into a rhythm early. You know, but the thing about how Earl be getting off and jumping on him, he, he if he get caught, it's gonna be interesting. But he can take Crawford's shot. You know, Crawford can take his shot. It's gonna be an interesting fight. They both really good condition. Now, I mean, it's really a good fight on paper. But if, you know, like I said before, he made some of the mistakes he made versus that he making fights and squaring up and shit like that, bro, he going to get his lights turned out. You know, he can't make the mistakes. And I don't think he will. I just think he make it's kind of like the Shakur Stevenson effect with Oscar Valdez. He can make he can make the mistakes because Oscar Valdez little and can't really capitalize on it. And I think with, with Terrence Crawford, he won't make the mistakes. You know, I think he know he can't square up with Terrence Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, 
اینوه Come on, you know you can't so but if you do, she's gonna be lights out. Chica. Yes, look at Chavez versus uh Floyd Senior. He said fast but down the low, he had a good rhythm, a tricky head move, and he used to dip his head uh, low and throw uh the body into the head. Yeah, he had the little hybrid hook. That's how it was drop A B. A B thought the hook was going to the body, he varied it up top. So it's kind of what he needs to do. You gotta take away Crawford airspace. The thing how to be Crawford is you gotta be on top of him, you know, talk to him, get him out of his game, touch him up. Like talking and touching him up. He gonna try, he gonna, he gonna try to get his back. And he get when he try to jump in and get his back and get, you know, get out of, you know, get out of character and you know, not be disciplined, then you gotta capitalize on it. Crawford will go when Crawford get tagged or he get frustrated, he will jump in there and see red. So Crawford got Errol Smith gotta use that shit to his advantage. He gotta use that to his advantage, but if he sit there and he boxing with, with Terrence Crawford, bro, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I mean, it's easier said than done, bro, because he started trying to press Terrence Crawford and Crawford started moving around the ring. I guess that's, that nigga just going to have to move around the ring on my ass. Honestly, that's what he would have to do with me. If I'm Earl Spence, bro, you know, he, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to cut the ring off on him early. Real talk. <laughs> I'm going to I'm just, I'm going to just step to him, just step to him and, See what he do if he get the moving on early and shit, so be it. But I'm gonna come out there and try to establish my dominance, you know. But yeah, he gonna have to jump on him. Tell you that right now. If he sit there and play the boxing game with him, maybe he can box with him. But I ain't the bad man that he can. It's a good fight, honestly, on paper. It's just a fight that you really don't, you know, you really can see being competitive. Some people see it being one sided. Some people seeing it being other sided. It's a good fight. Earl Punch output gonna go down when he fighting Bud. And that's what he can't let happen. <laughs> Gotta keep it up. My whole thing with him, I tell that nigga, hit that nigga everywhere from there. Hit him on the shoulders, the fucking torso, the elbow, his little part that where the shoulder and the motherfucking uh, arm attack. I'm hitting this nigga everywhere. I treat him like he's 35 years old. I'm hitting him everywhere. That's what I tell him. Hit him everywhere. Hit him high, hit him low, rest it on the space jail, hitting them everywhere. I'm hitting them everywhere. I'm not about to play with him. I'm hitting them everywhere. I'm hitting them everywhere. Shut up and down. Not about to, I'm not about to play with uh I'm not about to play with him. Hitting that motherfucker everywhere. But you know, that's that's his opinion. He's he gonna have to do, you know, figure out what 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 makes his boat flow. He said a problem with Spence, he fights at one at one speed and he can be out boss Crawford just needs to gain his respect. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, once you gain this respect, you know, don't, that don't even mean, you know, when you talking about gaining somebody respect, that don't even necessarily mean with power. You know what I'm saying? You gain somebody respect with, with lateral movement and making them miss and making them pay. You know, one thing about it with power, you know, you know, you got to get it there. The one thing about making somebody miss and making them pay or making somebody miss and they can't hit you, that's more demoralizing than getting caught. When somebody can't hit you or they have a hard time hitting you and you're an invasive target, that's, that's the most demoralizing thing in boxing. You see Floyd do it time and time again. And Floyd 
especially when he was Money Mayweather, you know, going into his latter half of his career. Floyd Mayweather sat right in front of a lot of guys' faces, and he hit them when he wanted to hit them, and they couldn't really hit him the way they wanted to hit him. And a lot of a lot of them dudes that fought Floyd, they never regained the confidence that they had before they came in the ring with Floyd. They're different fighters. They demoralized. So when you can't hit somebody, man, that's a that's a that's a, a, a terrible feeling. You pretty much, you know, at their mercy. You pretty much at they you really you really at their mercy. But when you start, you know, you start hitting dudes and they can't hit you. I mean, you start they can't hit you and you can hit them back, man. It's a wrap. Once you start counter punching, bro, at will, that's what made Floyd so good. They couldn't hit him after a while when the rounds went on, but he could hit you when he wanted to hit you. So that, that's the crazy thing about it. So said a fight for uh similar to Tri- Triple G Canelo pressure fighter versus Connor. Uh, I don't know. I just think uh I think Crawford is much more skilled. See, he's just not a counter puncher, bro. He can fight on the front. He can fight on the front. It's, it's, it's a different fight to me. I can't really, like, I can't really compare it. He'd have to be a hag of Hearns, kind of. I won't say that's what it's going to be, but, you know, you know, uh, you know, Crawford being a well-rounded fighter, you know, Spence being the, you know, high-value, you know, fighter that keep it in the shots, probably more like, you know, stylistically-wise. I don't think it's going to be that, but Tim Tim. So one thing I hate is that Bud is 35 for the fight, Bud. That went it out history gonna remember that. Man, people, you know, people might you know, we gonna remember it, but Earl Spence got waited out too. That's what we can say. Earl Spence got waited out too. Earl Spence and Earl Spence went through some shit too. That's what they gonna say. That's what I told y'all. This fight ain't hot and ready. Spence might rehydrate to 170 plus pounds. That won't that won't help his cause. That won't help his cause. Him him rehydrating, bro, especially fighting a boxer puncher. That's just gonna make him slow. That's that's just gonna make him slow. Him fighting a boxer puncher, that's all he's gonna do. That's just gonna make him slow. Now, if he go out there and he had the sort of dominance, he could work. He saw Sean Porter was a bit militarized with Crawford from his unusual side, like he was, he, like he where he was with Arrow with the Arrow fight. Yeah, Crawford, Crawford, you know, Crawford is a different animal. Yeah, so you're right about that. If Bud gives Spence the same body work he gave Porter, he gonna slow Spence all the way down. That's a different fight, though. A different fight, so. So it's a different fight, different body types, different all that type of stuff. So, different body types. Fast money may uh, really de- 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 uh, demoralize and mentally broke his opponents like they did. Couldn't hit him. He said, Blood accurate with his power. Blood really misses his left hand to the body. You know, well, you know we'll see. I mean, we're going to have to see. But, uh, but yeah, you know, that's just, that's just what is, you know. It's gonna be interesting. You know, you got a straight puncher versus a guy that like to throw him straight that like the loop. And that's something people don't talk about. Earl Spence throws really good, crisp, straight shots. He mix in the hook then in there. Terrence Crawford like to loop around the guard a lot. He like to come over the top a lot. He throw straight punches too. But you know, look at the body shots you're talking about with, with Sean Porter. Also, his looping shots. You know, look at that uppercut he threw versus Sean Porter. You know, coming up under. You know, he like to go around the guard a lot too. 
you know, uh, you know, you look more to Felix Diaz fight. He liked it. He sat in there and he threw straight shots, but he also mixed in his hook. So, you know, Crawford is, is you know, really, you know, not like to loop around the guard, like to, you know, throw them uppercuts and, you know, punch around the guard. You know, Errol Spence is known to punch through the guard and straight. So that's another kind of like little nice little matchup work too. But they both can loop around the guard if they have to, and they both can throw straight when they have to. I think you think Crawford really favored the looping shots a lot. You know, that's what he favored. But, you know. But he, you know, my opinion, going into this fight, he by far the better fighter, the better boxer. But that don't I mean to me he's the better fighter. But you know, on that given Saturday night, anything can happen. Yeah, my by my by far, he he's the you know more complete fighter. I mean, athletic. But you know, Earl, you know, some of the you know thing about Earl Spence, man, he got some of those qualities that make up for the lack of skills. You know, he's strong. He got good chin, good conditioning, good body punching. You know what I'm saying? So. But he going up against another dude that, that that that's strong, you know, took some good shots. We really don't know. They really ain't been hit by the biggest punchers, you know, out there. But one thing that that that's that's really like like right there, that's that's about it is that's about this fight, when you look at it, man, is Spence really ain't fought a lot of southpaws. And this where, you know, you met you not match matching your young fighter against some of his weaknesses gonna hurt. You know, so Spence ain't fought a lot of softballs. And they can say, Derrick James can say the, the the switch hitting don't work and all that type of stuff, but he ain't fought a lot of softballs. And Terrence Crawford going to know that right away. And, and one thing about Earl Spence that, that what makes him phenomenal, along with a lot of things we talked about, is he a softball. That's what makes him good. He's a softball. You know? And Terrence Crawford can take away that instantly. You know, he you could he could take away that instantly. So, you know, that's one thing you gotta look at. He ain't fought a lot of softball. Now, if we talk about Terrence Crawford fighting southpaws, I think I could think of two of them, but I want to make sure again, Boyd being the southpaw. Uh who else was a softball? Oh, Boxer got a little upgrade, huh? Am I still signed in? Uh, oh, Felix Diaz was a softball. Uh, Julius Ndongo was a softball. So, you know, he fought a stretch of softballs. Ndongo, going backwards, Dongo, Diaz. I'm going to say Oposta was an orthodox fighter. Yep, yep, yep. So he fought a couple softballs in there. Um, what? Oh, here, here, here they go. Here they go. So they got a new website and stuff of that nature. So they signed me out. So maybe I can sign in real quick. So here we go. Josh Taylor. So hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Sign in real quick. So uh, it's kind of going. Um, Kyle Orthodox, I believe. Uh, American Orthodox. Jose is Orthodox. I'm talking about Molina's Orthodox. I'm really, I'm really better. Pretty penny on that one. Yup. Um, um, 
Hold on. The Mormon, I think, is Orthodox. Yep. Gamboa, we all know Southpaw. So, yeah, we've won a couple Southpaws out here. Oh, he Orthodox. My bad. I didn't do a Southpaw Gamboa. He ain't one. Orthodox. But he fought in Dongo and your boy, uh, Ricky Martin. So, fought a couple Southpaw. I call Gamboa Southpaw. I don't know why. Maybe because all the good ones. British Prescott, Orthodox. So, yeah, he fought a couple Southpaws. But it's been a while, Felix Diaz and Dongo being the last one. So it's been a while. But Carl Spence ain't fought one since Richard Larley. But that is, uh, let me read the comments and I'll get up out of here. He said, I see Bud hurting Spence eventually. Bud ain't going to let him off the hook. He usually don't. You know, the World Cup is in November, not a good one. We don't care about that shit over here. I'm telling you. Nobody cares about soccer over here. 550 on Spence. When a fight get made, we can bet. Game boy, yeah, game boy, not a softball. He orthodox. 30Q. 100 on Bud. 5K on Bud. So I bet big money. But other than that, let me get out of here, man. Appreciate y'all to listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Number of Gang Hosts. Um, appreciate y'all. You know, donate cash up. Donate son, CJ Good313. Venmo CJ Good313. PayPal in the description. Shout out to, uh, you know, Anthony for donating. Appreciate the love, support, peace.